Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of In My Shoes, a podcast for women of color about the issues that we face every day, even if society is not paying attention. I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, and I have two lovely ladies with me today. Joanne, now I want to call you Cologne because I know it, but that's not right. That's my maiden name. It's Tavares. Tavares. And Willow, I will murder your last name. Carabello. <laughs> Carabello. I have two guests with me today, Willow and Joanne. I'm just going to go with first names. That works? All right. We are on part three of our series on colorism, and we're going to talk about it from a Latino perspective today. And so Willow and Joanne have been gracious enough. They're part of my tribe too, (laughs) y'all. They're going to be here with me today to talk about this. So I'll let you ladies introduce yourself. Joanne, you go first. My name is Joanne, and I was born and raised in Brooklyn. My parents are Puerto Rican. Um, I have two sisters, one older, one younger, and I'm the middle child. Oh, I am too. That's why you're so special. We're awesome. (laughs) Okay, Willow. (laughs) My name is Willow, and I was born in Brooklyn, so I am am a New Yorican. (laughs) (laughs) I am uh, one of six children. Um, I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. My sister's the oldest, and there are four boys between us. Oh, wow. Okay. So, uh, yeah interesting times and your heritage are you puerto rican also Mm -hmm. okay all right so we're going to talk a little bit we've done two so far and we talked about it from um a black woman's perspective lighter skinned darker skinned and as i was doing a lot of research because obviously this podcast is for all women of color and i wanted to talk about colorism if it was really an issue in other uh, cultures as well and i uh, found a couple of interesting articles that led me to believe that was possibly the case and you all were gracious enough to Um, be my guest to discuss it today. So we just want to talk about it from your perspective. So what is colorism like when you're talking about it from the Hispanic culture? Is it similar to what we do in the black culture where we separate from darker skinned and lighter skinned? Uh, So um, I would say that um, from my perspective, it's definitely um, related to color. Mm -hmm. So um, light skinned Puerto Ricans are... um, viewed more favorably Mm -hmm. than dark-skinned Puerto Ricans. Um, And even when you are on the island, on the actual island, there Mm -hmm. is that divide. Um, Because my, um, from my personal experience, my my mother is um, a dark-skinned Puerto Rican, so her background is really um, the African descent, the Taino Indian, and my father is uh, light-skinned Puerto Rican, which is more um, the Spaniards and uh, European. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, as we experience in society here in the U.S., it is, it is the same there. When my parents met, uh, my mother was not welcomed mm-hmm. because she was dark-skinned, and his family felt that... Um, he should have been paired with someone who is light-skinned like him. Mm-hmm. So she experienced that type of racism um, very early on um, in her um, relationship with my father. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had to overcome those things. And then fast forward a couple of years, they start having children who are more of a mocha color. Mm-hmm. So then um, you get into... Um, are we considered light-skinned Puerto Ricans because we're not exactly as dark as she is, or are we considered dark-skinned Puerto Ricans because we're not as, as light as he is? So we definitely um, experience that that type of racism and criticism 
um, not only on the island, but also here in the U.S. And, and it's something that we, we still struggle with today. So um, I'm not sure um, if Joanne experienced the same type of. In, as far as my grandmother and my grandfather, he was lighter skin, mm -hmm. light eyes. <clears throat> she was darker. And in her, she lived with her in-laws, and they did show it towards her because she was darker and everybody else was lighter. She was the one that was supposed to clean, do everything in the house, basically using her as the maid. Mm -hmm. So they definitely showed it there. Growing up with my siblings, my younger sister was darker, not as real dark, but she was dark enough where my mother, and it wasn't anything bad, she would call her Negrita. Mm. So we would go places and people were looking like, who is she talking to? You know, we don't see any dark skinned kid here. Mm -hmm. but. I experienced that in my own household, but it wasn't anything that she was showing it like being, it was a loving, mm -hmm. you know, name that she would call her, but that's basically, but otherwise. And did you, did you notice it? I know you said that you experienced on the island and here in the U.S. Is it more within your own culture that you experience it or is it? Um, you know, like some of my guests prior have talked about just people in the street, like, you know, she's lighter skinned, her mother is really light, her dad is darker, and people wanting to know, well, what are you? Um, so outside of your your own, you know, family unit, did you experience any of that just in general, just in society growing up? Did you see it happening with um, other people in your family that maybe were darker or lighter? I know with my nieces, um, I have three nieces, and the two were my youngest sister's kids. They were long hair, straight hair. My other niece, she, her dad is black, her mom is Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. She experienced it that way. She wanted to be just like them. She mm -hmm. wanted their hair. And that was kind of hard to see because, you know, kids can be mean and all that. But we tried to explain to her because even though she was fair-skinned and has the green eyes, she doesn't have... The hair, the hair she wants. that she wanted. Gotcha. So, okay. I mean, I see that more even now. Mm -hmm. but <clears throat> and how about you? I think for well, me, um, my mother experienced it um, with, with my siblings and I um, because she was so much darker than we were. Mm -hmm. So they would ask her if she was the nanny. Mm. And I experienced that with my daughter because my daughter is much lighter than I am. Mm -hmm. And... Um, when she was born, um, I would go shopping, and people would say, oh, oh, the baby's so beautiful. Are you the nanny? Wow. And I would say, no, I'm not the nanny. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's all perception, I, I believe, um, with people. And it, it's not only in the Puerto Rican culture. I mean, I think that we experience that in you know, in the Latin America society as a whole, because um, we can say that, you know, Cubans um, consider Puerto Ricans to be lesser mm -hmm. of a race, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Dominicans, and, you know, there are some Puerto Ricans who, if you, you say, are you Dominican, they're offended by that. Mm -hmm. So, and, and for me, it's, you know, we, we're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're Mexican, if you're, um, if you're Cuban, if you're Colombian, it doesn't matter. We're all the same. We all come from the from the same place right. at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but not everyone sees it that way. And why do you think that is? I mean, because that was more of what I had 
seen or experienced, like if, if somebody was Puerto Rican and they made a mistake and said they were Mexican or what have you, that people would get very offended. Um, and then the, in the African-American culture, in the black culture, we really don't get into much of the Jamaican, Bahamian, what, it's all kind of black, it's kind of how, mm -hmm. but in Latin culture, I noticed that that seemed to be a sore spot for people. And why do you think that is? Why do you think it matters if it's Cuban versus Puerto Rican? Is there something we know for us, we feel like some of it is passed down from slavery and the whole separation by color. What do you think leads to that divide in the Latin American or in the, Latin, in the Latina culture? Honestly, I really don't know. I mean, I know when they would ask me Oh, what are you? Mm -hmm. I would say I'm Puerto Rican. They're like, no, you don't look Puerto Rican. You're not. So I, to me, I'm thinking, okay, what does a Puerto Rican look, look like? like? That's what I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> but I have experience where I have friends that are Cubans and all that, and they'll say they'll ask them if they're something else, and or they're Puerto Ricans, and they get all upset because no, I'm Cuban. I'm you know. To me, it's I don't get offended as far as somebody asking me what am I. Mm -hmm. If I'm you know, I'll just. Let them know I'm Puerto Rican. No, I'm not Cuban. I'm not Mexican. But you do see it a lot. Mm -hmm. And growing up in New York, I grew up around. I mean, I lived in the projects, so the people around me were just black and Spanish. Mm -hmm. Going to school, there was a handful of white people, and mm -hmm. they tend to have thought I was part of that group. So when I would ask them, "Well, are you Spanish?" They were like, "No, I'm not Spanish. I'm white." Mm -hmm. So. I don't know. It's society. I think it's just the way they're brought up. Brought up. What do you I think? think I think part of it has to do with upbringing, mm -hmm. um, where um, you know the, uh, people seem to think that if you are a lighter shade, life will be easier for mm -hmm. you because you're closer to white mm -hmm. than anything else, um, and that obviously is not reality. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I believe that a lot of it has to do with upbringing because I've, you know, I've had people say, you know, what are you? And, I, and I'll say, I'm a mutt because <laughs> it's true. I'm, yes, I'm Puerto Rican, but I'm also, I'm African. Mm -hmm. I am Taino Indian. I'm Spaniard. I am, you know, I'm a mix of a bunch of things um, and a bunch of people who came before me. Mm -hmm. So, and... People get offended sometimes when I say that, and for me, it, it's of no consequence. I, I really don't care mm -hmm. because I'm I'm proud to say, um, you know, sometimes when I'm with my friends and they'll say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm black, and I'll say, I'm black too, you know? And it's, it, it, for me, it's a pride thing to, mm -hmm. to be able to say that I'm that too because I have that running in my blood. Um, I think that people need to get over the, the stigma of, you know, you have to be one thing and you have to be identified by one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'll make life easier if you can, you can get past the stigma and just move on with life. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it, it has a lot to do with education, I think, also, because um, the, uh, the big thing um, as of late is that um, people get very offended when you say that Puerto Ricans are immigrants, mm -hmm. and we're not because we're you know Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. US right. So you know when when someone says to me, oh oh so you're an immigrant and do you have a green card? Mm -hmm. You know I try to educate them on the fact that Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. and and we don't 
require that. Agree. Um, right. But I look at it as um, lack of knowledge or lack of interest, mm -hmm. you know, instead of getting offended. And, 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 and not think, wanting to get educated. Correct. And, and why do you think that, um, it's, it's an interesting thing that you bring up, because I've, I've heard people who've made reference to that as well. What, why do you think it's so difficult for people to grasp that? I mean, that it, it's a part of the United States. No, they're not immigrants. No, Puerto Ricans don't need a green card. What, what is it that you think makes that so prevalent? Why, why is it, do you think it's the times that we're in? I will say that I've probably heard it more in the last few years than maybe prior to that. Maybe I'm just more sensitive to it now, but what do you think is the reason for that or why that even matters to people? I think it has to do with, um, I think it's a, it's a sign of the times mm -hmm. um, because so many things have happened um, between Puerto Rico and the U.S. I mean, you know, they've had disastrous storms come through the island and have required help. And, you know, there's the conversation of, you know, we're not going to give you any money um, because, you know, you say that you're part of the U.S., but you're really not. You're mm -hmm. a commonwealth. You're not a, you're not a state. So you're not entitled to um, the same things as, as the states. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think part of it has to do with, with the things that have happened um, as of late. Um, I think also that um, it has to do with the ignorance of, of people, especially um, people of power, mm -hmm. you know, um, politics. So, um, and, and also, as Joanne said, it's um, lack of being interested in, in learning about it. So, um, you know, some people don't, don't want to um, educate themselves about it. And that's okay. You don't, you know, if it's not something that interests you, that's okay. But don't, in the same accord, it doesn't give you the right to walk around speaking ignorantly about something you know nothing about. about right. And right. making others feel less. And do you think that that is part of it also? I, do you feel in the climate that we're in now that there is this sense that people of color, um, especially that they think are immigrants or who are not from here as they see it, do you think there is an increase of that making them feel like they don't belong here? Or are you experiencing or seeing more of that um, in the United States, do you think? I think I do see it where if, in prime example, at work, mm -hmm. I can talk Spanish to somebody and somebody will pass by and like, hey, hey, no speaking Spanish. I'm like, but why? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking amongst ourselves. So I just think now with the way things are these days and people saying, oh, go back to your country and do all that stuff, it's more so... I see it, and I guess more because I'm an adult now. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, it's it's shame to say, but it's probably going to be what's going to be, and we're just going to have to start dealing with it because I don't see a change to it unless higher up you make the changes. Right. How about you, Willa? Do you see more of it, or is it more prevalent, do you think? I agree with Joanne um, in the fact that as we get older, we we become more aware mm -hmm. of what's going on in society. So um, I think that in the last few years, it it really has um, made me more sensitive to it. Um, and 
I guess the example I would give is that um, when uh, uh, Lin-Manuel was being um, interviewed about Hamilton Mm -hmm. and they said, um, the reporter said to him, um, how do you feel being such a success with you being an immigrant? Mm. And he said, I'm not an immigrant. He said, Puerto Rico's part of the U.S. and I'm not an immigrant. And, um, you know, um, I think you that... You think a reporter would... would a know. reporter would know. Yes, <laughs> you know. All right. and, and I think that um, some, some people of, of, of stature and power, um, some people who are in the limelight, um, are starting to make um, state, quiet statements about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the example that I would use is um, when Jennifer Lopez um, yes. mm-hmm. waved her flag, both her flags, at the Super Bowl halftime. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, a, that was a, a, an intentional statement. It was, I'm an American, but I'm also Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and it's one and the same. So for those of you who don't know, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel it has impacted either how you raise your children or have your children come home and talked about experiences they've had um, because of their heritage? Did it, you know, I know for a lot of African-American families, you know, I have a son. And so I'm very conscious of some of the things that I explained to him about what's going on in society, how it impacts black people, what happens if you get stopped by the police. I mean, the whole bit because of the climate we're in. Have you had to have similar conversations with your own kids? Have they come home and said, you know, somebody called me, uh, whatever, today? Have you had to have those types of conversations? I haven't had, I mean, as far as, and I've always told my boys in school and all that, accept everybody. Your friends, whether they're white, they're black, you know, Asian, whatever. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. So we haven't really experienced that I mean my kids when they were in school they never came home and you know picked on or anything for their race now mind you my kids are Ecuadorian and Puerto Rican Mm -hmm. so what I did experience with them is as they were growing up because they were in school and their friends and all that they would come home and say I'm Puerto Rican Mm -hmm. but I'm like no you're half Puerto Rican half Ecuadorian now they've gotten older and they accept that they're both, you know, mm-hmm. they're mixed. But in school, which was funny, is you know, they were 100% Puerto Rican. <laughs> and I'm like, no, honey, no, you're not. <laughs> Do you think that was just a product of what was going on in school? Was it just easier to accept? I think I'm just it was Puerto just Rican easier for them. To try to explain, yeah. well, I'm half this and half that. Yeah, I think it was just, just easier, easier for them. What about you, Willow? I agree because uh, my daughter is half German and half Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So... I think that um, when she got to middle school, it was easier just to say that she was white Mm -hmm. because that was um, the school that she went to was half black and half white. Mm. There weren't a lot of Hispanic um, children in that school, so she wanted to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. So um, I think as she's gotten older, um, the shift has been... um, you know, with these young people now, uh, it's all about gender. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be a boy. I don't want to be a girl. I want to be a they or them. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's the struggle that they're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. Not so much, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm, you know, I'm German. I'm whatever. So 
Well, thank you ladies so much for your time. I appreciate the opportunity to talk about this from the Latina perspective. If you all want to hear any topics in particular, if you have any questions for any of our guests, you can email me at kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. Again, that's kdt at inmyshoestoday.com. That's all we have for today. Looking forward to having you guys join us on our next episode. And until then, be blessed. <laughs>